Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio or download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Uh, welcome to this week's episode. This is going to be a special one. We're doing a recap of all the things that happened at WordCamp US in Nashville in December. And uh, really, really exciting things happening from around the community, um, including the State of the Word talk, which helped to reveal some of the next phases of Gutenberg and really talking about the future of WordPress. And to help me talk about this today, welcoming back to the show, uh, we'll start with uh, Doc Popular of TorqueMag. Doc, welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. And it was fun hanging out with you in Nashville. And uh, I know we're going to talk a little bit about what you had going on while you were there. Uh, but you were just uh, bu- uh, bu- a buzzing bee uh, going all around, uh, talking to people and, and getting insights to share on Torque. And that was really fun to see. Um, also joining us back, uh, frequent guest and often host, uh, Mr. Anthony Burchell. Anthony, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. We survived a 5.0. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 5.0 and WordCamp US. I, I think uh, it was a fun time. I know I'm still just at the, the, the tail 
final end of my WordCamp hangover here, uh, trying to recover and everything else. Uh, but it was a lot of fun uh, and uh, good hanging out with you there as well. Also joining us again, frequent guest and often host, uh, another one of WP Engine's core contributors, Mr. Stephen Word. Hello, thank you so much. Awesome, awesome, and thanks, Stephen, uh, for joining us back here and uh, talking about everything happening at WordCamp US. So it's an exciting time, and we have a lot of stuff to cover, um, but I would say just kind of from my own personal perspective that WordCamp was, frankly, just a hubbub of activity. I mean, I remember uh, the first day I arrived, my plane had some mechanical issues, and I arrived a little later in the morning that first day. It took me about an hour to get from the front door um, to the WP Engine booth in the exhibit hall, um, just because every 10 steps, I'd run into somebody else doing something cool um, in the ecosystem. Of course, as uh, Anthony mentioned, Gutenberg was launched right before WordCamp US, and so there's just a hubbub of activity and just people everywhere having amazing conversations. That was really cool. Um, as a sponsor, WP Engine had a great time. You know, we had our booth there. That was a lot of fun. Had a lot of people around that. Um, there was really a, a, a significant presence, though, I think, from technology providers outside of the uh, ecosystem. And as a matter of fact, one of those, and we uh, saw them at WordCamp US last year, was Google's booth. We're going to talk a little bit more about Google, what Google was up to in their booth. Um, but I think one of the, the special parts for me was seeing uh, the Genesis Framework demoed in the Google booth along with their other products. Um, if you've been following the show or just know much about uh, me or WP Engine in general, you saw that WP Engine acquired StudioPress last year and the Genesis Framework was one of the products in that universe. Um, and so to see kind of this bellwether in the community in terms of products, so many people building sites with Genesis and then to see that demoed in a booth um, like what Google did was really cool. Um, and the, basically what they were demoing was a piece of technology that Google's working on in partnership with WP Engine to enable AMP integrations or AMP sites leveraging Genesis. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. Um, the other thing that was special to me was the Genesis community group photo where we had people from all around the world, anywhere from Australia, Europe, um, come together three o'clock uh, last day for one big group photo. This is a tradition with sub communities in the WordPress community. Um, so that was a, a special uh, part for me. And matter of fact, if you're a Genesis user, go to Genesis WordPress Facebook group. You can actually see a lot of the photos uh, from the demo of the Google booth with Genesis, the big group photo, of course, and then just countless people in the community getting together and hanging out. Um, but it was a really, really exciting time. Another technology provider that was present at WordCamp US, which I thought was really cool, that I thought was uh, kind of shocking for people to see there, was Big Commerce. Big Commerce had a booth in the uh, exhibit hall there, and they were really there to help to celebrate their launch of a new piece of technology that they're introducing, a new plugin. Um, that enables you to leverage the big commerce backend, but still leverage the power of WordPress in terms of your content management. I thought this was a really clever offloaded solution, and I thought also they did a really good job with integrating with the community. Um, you know, WordPress is a big place, and there's a lot of different technology providers that service different markets. Um, and I think it's healthy for the ecosystem to have multiple options, and I thought that was really cool. Um, and again, I think the individuals there from the product 
engineers, those working at the booth, I thought were actually quite complementary to the ecosystem. Um, and actually were even mentioned, this was super cool to me, mentioned by Matt Mullenweg during the State of the Word uh, address, which we'll talk about a little bit more later in this episode. But again, it was really interesting to see them there, to, to um, have them be present, and really to see them kind of uh, embrace the community and frankly be part of it. Now, Stephen, I know that you have spoken to the Big Commerce team several times about this plugin as they were creating it, uh, and I'm just curious if you could give the audience a little bit more insights into the technology behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that they think that they're they're doing right, and it's really interesting to see, uh, they've taken a slightly different approach than what we've seen in the past. So, Big Commerce, uh, for those that are not familiar, has been doing e-commerce uh, as their principal product for you know quite a long time. They're here in Austin. Um, you know, we at WP Engine them pretty well. Uh, but basically what they're doing is they're not entering the content marketing business from the big commerce side. They're allowing WordPress to handle that. Uh, but then they're augmenting that offering with their own thing and their own expertise in the e-commerce space. Uh, so basically they're letting WordPress do what it does best and they're using their expertise to allow big commerce to do what big commerce does best. Um, so what you end up seeing is a lot of uh, cohesive and really, really performant, highly scalable. Um, I'm really excited to see what this barking up the right tree. Yeah, and I don't know, it's just really encouraging for me because, you know, so much e-commerce, I mean, WooCommerce and WordPress combined is the most powerful e-commerce engine in terms of like volume on earth. More transactions go through those combination than anything else. And WooCommerce is fantastic. As a matter of fact, WP Engine has a ton of clients running it very successfully and at scale. Uh, but it's so encouraging to me to see others um, supporting this technology in the ecosystem. And I think ultimately, at the end of the day, it's going to be powerful force um, that as part of the community, ultimately makes things um, good for WordPress. So that's awesome to see them there. Um, awesome to see them participating, and that was a really fun time for me. Um, and again, like WordCamp US was just so crazy with everything going on. I remember on the the last night I was there, WP Engine had a party, and a lot of people there. Big Commerce was there, uh, as well as other people from the ecosystem. And I remember a guy named Mike McAllister who uh, came over to WP Engine as part of the acquisition of the Array Themes assets. Came over to me, and he's holding this this little weird white cube, and it's kind of latticed, and there's an A on the side. And I'm like, Hey, Mike, what's what's with the box? It was his award. He was a uh, finalist in the Automatic Design Awards, and that was another kind of cool moment for me, like to hear, oh my goodness, Mike, this new person on our team, uh, and that was for uh, the Atomic Blocks plugin. Atomic Blocks is essentially a free plugin. You can check out wordpress.org, search for Atomic Blocks, and basically what it is, a library of premium blocks that you can use in Gutenberg Universe. So that was really cool. I want to give a shout out to Mike McAllister. If you know Mike, uh, tweet him up, let him know he mentioned him on the show and uh, just uh, said great things about him and, and, and the product that he built. And, uh, you know, obviously we're super excited to be able to support that. Um, another thing that happened was uh, we held a, what we call a maker's happy hour. Um, basically what that means are people who make products in the WordPress ecosystem, plugins and themes. Um, we did that in partnership with a company called Freemius, which is essentially a kind of um, kind of sales platform slash marketing platform, analytics platform for people that sell plugins and themes. It was actually really cool. Steven, you are one of the lead organizers of that event. Um, could you give people a little update, a little feel for what it's like to be at a Maker's Happy Hour? Yeah, one of the things we always focus on is just making sure that we facilitate conversations. Um, I think this is probably our most successful uh, one of these that we've done. We usually do it uh, biannually. Uh, once at WordCamp US and again at, at WordCamp EU. Uh, the turnout was phenomenal. Um, you know, the companies that, you know, were present. And, uh, but what I really loved seeing was just uh, getting everybody in the room and 
you know, even seeing people that are in competitive spaces, uh, talking shop and uh, finding business opportunities. Um, yeah, it was, it was really fantastic, you know, not the loud music rave thing that uh, some of those after parties end up being. This was intimate and educational. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Maybe the rave party version will be next time, but uh, probably doesn't uh, add well for, for conversations. Uh, okay, Anthony volunteered to set up the rave party. That's good to know. Um, so, but yeah, it was a good time. I think one of the other kind of clever outputs of that, I mean, it was fun, of course, hanging out with all those people and all the cool products that they made, listening to their approaches to various problems. Um, that was super cool. I thought one of the other cool things was Vova of uh, Freemius actually set up his phone in the top corner of the bar and took a time-lapse photo. And a matter of fact, if you go to Freemius' social media profiles or Vova's in particular, he's posted this video up there of the time-lapse photo. Uh, Anthony, were you around when he was setting that up? Yeah, so I have a, I didn't know about this until afterwards, and I, all I saw was wearing a very bright green beanie, and I noticed that I spent a lot of time grabbing food. Like, I was constantly grabbing food. So, whoops. Oh, so, so easily identifiable in that video, and, uh, and really hitting up the free food. So now I know where that big food bill came from. Thank you, Anthony, I really appreciate that. Uh, but it was, a, it was a really good time, and uh, thanks, Vova, if you're listening. That was really awesome of you to do that with us. Really appreciate that. Um, so much fun to hang out with, uh, with other product makers in the ecosystem. Again, really, really special times there. Um, we got a lot more to cover, including State of the Word, which we're going to spend most of the time in the next segment talking about. So everybody hang tight, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. 
top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the WordPress community podcast, Press This, on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and we're doing our WordCamp US 2018 recap episode. Right before the break, we were listening to Anthony and Steven regale us with stories from the Maker's Happy Hour for plugin and theme authors at WordCamp US. We'll spend this sec- segment talking about the state of the word address. Tons going on there. We'll finish with the last segment uh, with Doc talking about uh, some of the things he was doing during WordCamp US. Well, it's with the Doc Pops news drops and all kinds of other stuff. Um, Matt, I thought, did an excellent job at the State of the Word Address, really eloquently um, setting the, kind of building the case for uh, Gutenberg. Gutenberg, if you're unaware, was released uh, just prior to WordCamp US. It was December 6th. Matter of fact, much of the community that were going to WordCamp US were in the air while it was rolling out. Uh, Anthony, I know you had a special picture when it was going out in the air. Where were you? Yeah, I took my Where Were You in 5.0 drop photo, and uh, I was inside of a plane. You can see the plane clearly in the background. I think somebody was banging on my seat behind me, you know, just perfect. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, it was re- really, you know, stressful times for a lot of people with all that going on, the travel happening and everything like that. But, uh, but the rollout, I thought, went very successful for those I've talked to in the ecosystem that have various products that support customers. The support load has been light after Gutenberg rolled out, um, and it seemed like people had time to have a good time and not be too freaked out that Gutenberg was rolling out right the day before the conference. Uh, but that was super exciting. Uh, another special moment for me, going back to kind of Matt's state of the word address, was really when he was showing the user videos of people using the classic editor. And it was brutal to watch those videos, and they had audio that accompanied them and they would ask the users things like hey put an image side by side and put some text underneath it and of course we've all used the classic editor or of course looked over people's shoulders as they use it and it was about as brutal as you can expect like they had no idea go ahead Anthony. I think my favorite quote from Matt Mullenweg on that was no don't click that yes 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 it's like watching a horror movie somebody's about to like walk into the closet and you're like no 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 there's a killer in there um, but it was insane. And, you know, I think for me, and I think, you know, Matt made that case very well, which, you know, that was the fundamental problem that Gutenberg was supposed to address. Um, but he really covered kind of a ton there, including talking about um, phase two, three, and four. Uh, and I'll, I'll guess I'll use a tilde there of Gutenberg, because really phase two and three next is really focused on Gutenberg. Phase four is a little different. Anthony, um, you are one of the lead uh, contributors to, or one of kind of the people leading the Gutenberg release and now, um, and continuing as a committer in WordPress core. So I'd like to get kind of your view of what Matt was talking about during State of the Word relative to phase two, three, and four. Yeah, so uh, I, I really like the graphics that he used in his, in, his, uh, in his presentation. It really does illustrate what we're going to be doing. Um, so yeah, for phase two, uh, we the, we will be focusing on widgets and menus. And I really loved his mockups. If anyone wants to get an idea of what that would look like, I highly recommend you look at the slides because they, they clearly illustrate that. Uh, so yeah, phase two, widgets and menus. Uh, and phase three, I think I'm most excited about. I think me as a, as a writer, I, I start every single blog post in a Google Doc. 
And I feel like a lot of people do that because of the review process and all of these great things. And I was, I was excited to find that phase three is actually going to be collaborative editing. So hopefully I can phase out Google Docs from my writing flow. I think that I think we have the opportunity there. And uh, phase four is, has uh, tons of people excited. This is something we've been asking for forever, but an official way for WordPress to support multi-language. This, uh, this has been a sore spot across the ecosystem. We've had a lot of plugin developers actually jump in and, and provide solutions. Uh, I don't think those plugins will go away. They offer such specific functionality built around multi-language that I think that they're just going to expand on that functionality. I think WordPress's job is to build the core foundation for multi-language and these developers are to build upon it. It'll be real exciting to see that develop and I think you know you talked about phase two is extending Gutenberg essentially into widgets and menus and um, for those of you that aren't super intimate with how all that works today really it's kind of taking that block building world into the sidebar into the footer, and then into the header, particularly the header, of course, around menus. And as a matter of fact, one of uh, Matt's uh, comments I thought was really funny is that restaurants get really confused by that because <laughs> they go to menus and, of course, try to add a menu for a restaurant, and that doesn't work. Um, but really extending Gutenberg beyond the page and into the rest of the site, um, kind of in this uh, transformative, kind of get these blocks everywhere. But I thought that was really cool. I also like the demonstration of kind of the copy and paste out of a Word doc or a Google doc and then paste it into Gutenberg and then boom, there's a bunch of content and blocks. I thought that was uh, really, really cool to watch. And uh, I'm personally actually excited about multi-language in core. Um, you know, again, for me, it's one of those things that having uh, that be a part of that framework is uh, also super important. And as you pointed out, there's a lot of tools in the ecosystem that do a lot of crazy things, uh, in uh, crazy cool things in terms of the functionality they add. And so um, obviously there'll be a lot of room in the ecosystem as we move forward. Another shocking thing was relative to donations made uh, on the donation link for the WordPress Foundation. Uh, Matt also shared that it was like $3,200 of donations all year last year. So that was, I think, a call to action for the community to kind of step up and do more there. Um, but really, frankly, I also thought it helped to illustrate really what Matt and Automatic do for WordPress and certainly appreciative of the people that they donate, the money that they donate. And I thought that was a, a, a really kind of, again, kind of a call to action for the community to say, hey, if, uh, to help support this product, help support this ecosystem, help support the foundation. Um, so I thought that was shocking for a lot of people. Um, Automatic, I think, does something like 40 employees completely dedicated to core. So again, super, super cool to see that. Um, I thought another shocking moment for me, uh, if you remember from WordCamp US, what was it, like two, three years ago, whatever it was, uh, Matt at told the community to learn JavaScript deeply. And now here it is two or three years later, and Matt says, hey, who's learned JavaScript deeply? And like three, four, I mean, not three or four, it's like 12 people in the whole audience raised their hand. It was a shockingly number. I half raised my hand. Yeah, okay, there you go. And I was like, even sitting next to some people I thought had learned it deeply that didn't raise their hand, and that was actually quite shocking to me. And so as WordPress continues this evolution, um, kind of embracing more and more of JavaScript, it's going to be more and more important for the community. So that means that as tool creators, there's responsibility there to give people the ability to do things in kind of a JavaScript world. In other words, abstract out the language for them. But I also think in the education space, people that make courses, um, people that might have code academies and things like that, it's really trying to make sure that people that are uh, going to be developing their WordPress context start to embrace more and more in JavaScript. Now that's kind of an interesting observation 
because you're saying, well, we have this whole group of people that know stuff today and we kind of need to bring them along in this journey to learn this new JavaScript thing. But Matt had also observed in the broader sense, there were more people kind of learning JavaScript today than learning PHP. And that was also one of the driving forces, of course, all the capabilities of JavaScript and everything else. But that was also one of the driving forces for um, this kind of shift into the new JavaScript reality. Yeah, um, and so Matt's call was to learn blocks deeply. Uh, and I have a homework assignment on that. Uh, I would challenge, uh, uh, if you're listening right now, to uh, learn what reusable blocks are and learn how you can use those. Because I think that that right there shows just, that's an advanced feature that most people don't even know about. And that's a feature that I, I think content creators are gonna use the most, so. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, at WP Engine, we leverage um, another piece of technology that was released prior to Gutenberg that leverages similar block-based approaches. And uh, our content creators use it and they use also the notion of reusable blocks. And it really just was night and day for them to be able to create content that quickly. That's a really good tip. I'm actually mentioning that um, during my talk at Affiliate Summit in a few weeks, um, talking about the efficiency of re using reusable blocks. Um, but super, super cool stuff there. Uh, Matt also announced uh, auto updates for themes and plugins as something that will uh, be coming in the future. Again, I think that's super, super cool. Uh, a lot of requests from that in the ecosystem. Um, so look out for that, especially if you're a plug-in author. Um, and um, I think the other thing that was interesting was really the attendance. It seemed like there was a lot of people there, Anthony. Yeah, I, I wonder. I, I wonder if if uh, 5.0 being released or Gutenberg had something to do with that. I would bet some money on that. So uh, right, right. Lots of things going on there, um, but uh, I don't know. It's really, really diverse and global crowd and again that was just really cool to see um, there were some other things uh, just kind of more broadly announced um, that Matt mentioned during the state of the word um, meetup groups so meetup attendees uh, year over year 2017-2018 had a 50% membership increase so um, I thought that was actually super cool to see the community growing at large yeah and I'm actually not a frequent meetup goer uh, and I just did a meetup last night, so I guess I can't say that anymore. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. He made it up. So Matt spoke to you, and you you kind of responded, and yeah. like, oh, i got to be one of these people that are now going to these meetups. He awoken my inner meetup. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, but again, uh, I, I thought you know Matt did a really good job there. I thought there were some interesting questions around the future of themes, and there's been such debate on that on Twitter and what are the role of themes in the Gutenberg world. Um, so I think it was really interesting, but again, uh, I thought Matt did an excellent job. Uh, the Q&A uh, time was very interesting with uh, folks like uh, uh, Morton uh, asking some pretty spicy questions, and uh, you know, I thought the debate was good. I thought the open forum, I thought the way that Matt handled those questions was excellent and the way he responded to them. Um, but I think for me, that's also one of the great parts about WordPress is the opportunity to sit there and have a discussion like that and have it in an open forum and have that be okay, have that be differing opinions. And I, and I think it's important to, to, to highlight that, that Morton and Matt, their, their relationship is not against each other. And, and Morton actually uh, said something recently on Twitter that kind of outlined that. And, and I think there's this, this uh, everyone likes to spice up the, the, the story a little more and make it, make it I guess, captivating for a, a blog title. But really, Morton's trying to make the software better. Matt's trying to make the software better. They may have different opinions of what that means, but they're working together to make those things happen. So I think it's really important to state that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I thought, you know, to both of their credits, um, again, I thought it was a, a lively debate. But again, it was, um, I thought, well handled by both. And I agree that they, they, they both have that intent. Um, but you see this like repeated over and over and over throughout the community. And then real quickly, before we uh, take a break from prior, prior to our next segment, segment when we're going to bring Doc back on, I just wanted to thank you, Anthony, for your contributions during WordCamp US. And for those listening, Anthony led the media meeting during WordCamp US, helping uh, to... Oh, actually, I did the contributor day for CORE. I, I helped lead that side of, uh, of the day. Oh, okay, my bad. So I'm mentioning the wrong thing. But the one thing I am going to get right was your help with the onboarding efforts during WordCamp US. And a lot of the... We'll do the WordPress course. Really cool. You're working on code in the future of digital and so on and so forth. This was grunt work. Anthony's running around with the USB sticks, helping people get their development environments set up, helping them get set up to contribute to Core for the first time. So I wanted to thank you, Anthony, for helping to bring the next generation of people in to contribute to the project, have those lively debates and discussions, and help make the software better. Absolutely. I, I, it's fun. I really do love doing it. Uh, one observation that I made in the process of that uh, was that it's actually easier for, for new folks to get ramped up in Gutenberg contribution faster to get to making a patch than it is for Core contribution. So if anyone Anyone's listening and is scared to, to dive in, the Gutenberg setup is actually quite easy. So explore it. We'll have to do an episode on that next time. Uh, everybody hang tight. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing, from SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. 
This is our WordCamp US 2018 wrap-up episode from uh, you know all the happenings there in Nashville for WordCamp US. Right before the break, we were talking about state of the word, all the cool things going on with Gutenberg. Um, again, just the discussions around the future and uh, really, again, frankly, how uh, Matt did a good job. Uh, but now kind of bring us back, um, Doc Popular from Torque Mag is uh, joining us back here on Press This. Um, Doc, you had a pretty busy WordCamp US. Yeah, I was, I was running around all weekend. My, my normal, <clears throat> normal goal for WordCamps is to get as many interviews with interesting people as I can and to try to get them up by the end of the weekend. And uh, I think I managed to get eight interviews up from the conference before, before it was all done. Uh, it was it was great too because one of my favorite jobs as, as a reporter is being able to uh, talk to interesting people and ask them anything. It's like a one on one time with uh, John James Jacoby, uh, Morton Rand Hendrickson, who we talked about earlier, Jenny Wong, all sorts of great people, and I got to kind of get a vibe of of what they thought the trends were going to be uh, for 2019. It was really interesting. What was the most interesting thing one of those people said in your interviews? Well, I mean, in general, a topic that kept coming up was um, open source governance. I think we're going to hear more about that next uh, next year, just talking about how transparent uh, and how decisions are made uh, for WordPress as an open source project. That that was definitely something that, that Morton really uh, focused on, uh, but it came up over and over again with all of my talks. Sure, sure. Hot topic in the ecosystem right now. And, you know, I think it's interesting for me as we think about the committers to WordPress, the project. And, um, you know, yeah, obviously there's some representation, uh, quite heavy representation from Automatic and so on and so forth. But really it represents a diverse group of people on the committer side from around the ecosystem. Um, not just diverse in who they are, but diverse in terms of the companies they represent, um, their areas of passion and interest. And I think for me, you know, having that representation is an important part of WordPress. And I think, frankly, plays an important role. And I thought, you know, again, Matt's decision to have essentially have 11 leads for Gutenberg, where normally you'd have like one or two uh, for that release, was also another great sign in the ecosystem, um, a really awesome way for people to give back and participate as a group. And again, I think as we think as WordPress-focused companies, um, you know, what are our opportunities to give back to the, the technology that we all leverage and, and take advantage of? And, you know, for WP Engine, we express it in various ways, um, even the work that Anthony does and Steven does, the work we do in terms of sponsorships and so on and so forth. And um, I think it's really uh, upon us all to step up and to be that voice and to participate in these conversations and where we're able and capable um, to also contribute to that. But, yeah, it'll be an interesting topic as we look at 2019 and how people think about that. Um, but I would say, uh, for me, thinking about it, if you're running a WordPress-oriented company, you know, um, if you want to see things, like raise your hand and volunteer, uh, contribute, uh, contribute your time. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll see this continue to be debated from, from my perspective. Um, but again, I thought, uh, uh, again, thinking about it from a company's perspective, just step up, just raise your hand. Um, and that's the one great way to give back and help shape the future of WordPress. Um, how many total interviews did you do, Doc? We did um, eight interviews that were kind of longer interviews. And we also talked to a lot of WordPressers for a new project we're working on, uh, Faces of WordPress, where we just kind of focus on a more personal side of people in the community. So those will be coming up next year. But you can see the eight uh, interviews on the Torque Mag, I'm sorry, torquemag.io. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, that sounds like um, I know I've watched one of them, Doc. I still have more to go. Uh, but thank you for running around and mm-hmm. getting those interviews and uh, bringing that information back to the community. Yeah, that was it. Was a lot of fun. It was my pleasure. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, we had a ton of fun at WordCamp US. We're looking for we're looking forward to WordCamp Europe in June 2019 in Berlin. Uh, we're doing it all over again, and just like now, we'll be bringing you all kinds of recap episodes and information, kind of uh, informing you about what's coming up and what's revealed uh, for the next evolution of WordPress from WordCamp Europe. In the meantime, join us next week for our next episode of Press This, and thanks everyone for listening. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.